0: Support Our Sinclair and listen ad-free. Go to patreon.com slash Our Sinclair. Our Sinclair is also brought to you by the Div MMC Future from thefuturewas8bit.com. Quit waiting on tapes and fooling around with WAV files and load your games instantly with the Div MMC Future, a jumperless, switchless SD storage solution for all ZX Spectrums, from the 16K all the way to the plus 3. Get yours today at thefuturewas8bit.com. Hi everybody, welcome to Iris Sinclair, I'm John, I'm Aaron, and today Aaron, we're gonna be talking about Ant Attack. You can't
1: mispronounce this one, can you, no matter how hard you try. No, no, (laughs) it's not a tick attack, that's for sure. No, no it's not.
0: Um, I was thinking about this. Oh okay. I, I, I was doing some deep thinking. Oh, God. Okay. okay. Yeah. And I was thinking about if you were going to be attacked by a group of insects, like a
1: swarm. Yeah. Would you Would you choose ants? You You gave this deep thought. I That's did. That's what you had. It's deep thoughts. I would think harder. <laughs> All that it. if I was choosing insects to be attacked by, would it be ants? No, not giant ants. Would not be my first choice. What would you go with? Probably gnats or something because they're super tiny. So if you gigantified them, they'd still be super tiny, and you could and they probably couldn't do much to That's you. That's true. Like a gigantified gnat might be the size of like a small rat. Yeah, and you could just smush them. Mm-hmm. You know, ants. No, think about how strong ants are. Though they're, they're strong. Uh, uh one small ant can pick up a human man before they're huge. That's true. I, think, I, I read. I think, that. I think I read that. I read that. Yeah. No, but you know, ants. Uh, giant ants were like the thing. It's mm-hmm. funny that we've got we've got uh, several games. That had the old giant ants in them. Yeah, you know, trip the desert yeah. has the giant ants. Tons of fifties movies. Yeah, yeah. Uh, mantis. Is that what it is? Yeah. Wasn't it? What was them? Was them? It was the giant ants? Ant? Mantis was about ants. It said that'd be about a giant praying mantis. Wouldn't it? You, you might be right about that. Why would you call? That's like naming your giant bird movie giant dog. That's a, <laughs> Yeah, see what I'm saying? It seems like a dumb guy move if did that. It's true, it's true. You can see why that movie didn't, I've never heard of it. That explains why. Um, Do you think that,
0: why do you think, what is our fascination with, like,
1: gigantifying insects? I think the fascination is simply man's uh, uh, trepidation in dealing with Ener- atomic energy. That was where it came and from. Radiation, absolutely, because it all makes sense. If stuff got irradiated, you know, mm-hmm. the one thing I never understood is like when you ants get irradiated to become giant, right? Right. What is that? Why not humans too? Why don't it? Why not anything?
0: Yeah. And, and here's the thing. If everybody gets bigger together, yeah.
1: we're still all right. Yeah. So that's, so bring that's on, the movie. Bring on the radiation. That's right. That's, that's the the movie. what I say. You get giant well, and there is the talk of the fifty foot woman and all that right, stuff. Right, but if we we here's if we just all get irradiated, we we'll all get
0: huge. Smash the giant ants of Then the ocean becomes like a little waiting pool and it's well, fun.
1: Yeah, but what you could do when you need to drink or take a, or you know, use the restroom. <laughs> You know, then you got problems. Oh, no. then, then it's a
0: Superman uh, four situation. You just they, wrap all that up and throw it into the that's sun. That's right.
1: So, but literally, the, the the fear of radioactivity, the fear of uh, atomic power and atomic bombs and whatnot. That's what spurred all this stuff. Now, maybe this was a, uh, you know, if you think about it, maybe this was a uh, uh, just a very uh, idiotic way to push your anti-atomic power and atomic bomb. Platform. So, in some ways, you can look at these old movies and think and as they political activity. Yeah, they prevented nuclear annihilation. You know, you watch all these old movies, they're all, this is like the continuing theme. Mm-hmm. And it is scary. You know, when I was a little kid, we used to think about that all the time. Like, we're already going to get nuked. What's that going to be like? Not so good, you know. And the giant bugs, like, we need that. Yeah. You know, because we're all going to be all jacked up with radiation sickness and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, you know, really giant bugs or bunnies, you know, neither the leap type stuff. Did you i say, say night of the lupus? Yeah, lepus. That's night of the. I thought lepus. that was a werewolf thing. No, no, no. The werewolves are uh, aren't they guru you and know what they're called? Uh, lepus. lepus. Is bunnies. Lupus. No, night of the lupus would be. Uh, you ever had lupus? Well, you don't want it, really. My <laughs> first. Is that a werewolf disease? No, it's not. Oh. Okay. I think you get it from, is that the one you get from not eating enough uh, fruit or something like that? I think that's scurvy. Same thing. Mm. Same exact okay. thing. Loop of scurvy. It's, all it's like an thing. anagram spelled that's the right. same You don't want a radiated acronyms. version of that either. Right. Because you turn into a giant cantaloupe or tangerine. Pirates happen to them all the time. That's what happened to black people. <laughs> and then they ate them. Yeah. Cannibalism. I so, don't think they're, I don't know. Captain Cook. I don't it's, think werewolfism is is actually, <laughs> Atomic weapons. Or medically defined. Of course, zombies come from them, so why not, you know? That was another thing, right? There's some movies where you get people sort of got atomified and became zombies. Is that
0: true? I thought that was a different thing. Usually, zombies are more like a biological agent rather oh, yeah. than a, a nuclear get agent.
1: Yeah, because you're hungry for brains. You're, you're a zombie. Yeah. That's from the nukes. Your brain deteriorated because of all the rapid half-life cells, you know, melts out of your head. Okay. I'll buy it I'll buy it let's talk
0: it. let's talk anti attack Aaron
1: I uh, uh, I' never heard of this one had you yeah, I oh, played this. It. I did. I did an Amigos Plays video on this. Is this amongst your huge collection over there? This is.
0: Yeah, I know. I don't think I have. Anti- well, these days because of the massive amounts of games, maybe I do have it.
1: You, you have to go catalog all that stuff. I, I do have
0: it cataloged. I just don't have because the memorized. cover. For this is
1: pretty. It's pretty
0: sweet. Um, I've seen it. Yeah, I have. I'm looking at it right now because it's on the screen oh, in yeah. front of us. There you go. Um, this is a game that it was very the, one of the first Spectrum games that I knew about from Retro Gamer Magazine. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. When I first subscribed to Retro Gamer in the early 2000s, uh, there was a huge spread on Ant Attack and they heaped praise on this game like nobody's business. Oh, and yeah, they interviewed, you know the programmer and all this stuff, so I knew it was a big deal. Yeah, and yeah, it was a big
1: deal. Um, so this came out in '83, pretty old, you know, and it was published by an outfit called Quicksilver mm-hmm. Limited. I like that. And it was made by a dude named Sandy White. Now, you know, I... Uh, when I was researching this, I, I I didn't know anything about this game at all. I mean, I didn't know it had a rep. I didn't know anything. But I came across the interview with this guy, Sandy White. He, he seems like a, he's a normal, decent guy. And he sort of went through his computer. I think this may have been out of... Uh, from Bedroom to Billions. I think that's, the interview might have been clipped out of that. But uh, he talks about when he made this game. It was the first game he made. And he... Uh, Hooked the gizmo up to the back end of the spectrum so we could uh, use something else to type this in. He said he just wrote all this, everything to him was just numbers, code. And he mm-hmm. just basically typed in all the code and then and there was your game. He wow. just coded it all like it is, you know, on pieces of paper. I think they said it was like 47 different loose pieces of paper and he just input all this stuff in, dumped it over, and yeah. bam, it's a game. Unbelievable. You know, isn't that crazy? Yeah. Uh, and he's a real, clearly a bright fellow with a lot of vision. And this is another one of those games, I think, where the game was made by a guy who didn't know you couldn't do certain things in games, you know what I'm saying? He <laughs> mm-hmm. so didn't know. It was very early days. You know, he was like, well, we're just going to go for it. Uh, so, anywho, uh, the uh, uh, the game uh, runs on the old 48K, and this debuted at a big price of 6 pound ninety five p and again, the usual uh, the usual gimmick. Now in this game, it's a pretty simple game, isn't it, Boat? Uh, but it's got a crazy backstory, Boat. <laughs> Of course, you know, I love the crazy backstories on this stuff. This is another,
0: you know, we just talked about Rygar. This is another sort of post-apocalyptic ruined yeah.
1: civilization. Allow deal. me to educate. If okay, you any, if you I want to hear it. So the walled city of uh, Antesher, mm-hmm. think Esher, and it put ant on the front. More like Manchester, yeah. but Anchester. Has rested for a thousand, thousand years. That's a lot of years, but in the midst of the great desert, inhabited by only the deadly ants who have made it their home. The sands have piled up at the walls, but for some reason have never encroached upon the, the city proper. The city rests dreaming of past glories, solid and unmoving. The signature of a long dead race, the city washed clean by the sun's rays, the city lost from the world of men for days without number. That's poetic.
0: I was gonna say, you know, we've read a lot of these uh, flavor text things, Mm -hmm. and this is one of the better written ones, for sure.
1: Get this, it's not, it it continues. How did he get all this on the little thing? I don't know how he did it. Then one day, one year, one hour, he arrived and she arrived. Some say they are descended from a race of wizards. Some say they are descended from a race hidden in a green valley at the North Pole. North Pole, baby. Who can really tell these days? How much do we really know about the world As it was, or as it is, after so long in the cold, dark ages, only Ant seems to stand inviolate after all this time, teeming with secrets, yet silent. And so, I'm not going to continue, this goes on Mm. for a long time. Basically, he and she run to and fro, climbing down the buildings. They laugh and cry out in fear, walking with each other just ahead of the ants and death. You know, so basically, I don't know, from what I can tell, these guys are just screwing around in the city. That's, that's right. That's basically what the, that's the plot of this thing. It's it's like Blue Lagoon, really. This is actually incredibly well-written. Yeah. Of all the things we've read, this is by far, it's not the sexiest thing I've read, but it's definitely the most well-written yeah. uh, thing that I've, re- that I've read. So, this game starts off by giving you a very unique opportunity to pick if you're a boy or a girl. hmm That couldn't have been done too many times before this. No. Could it? Because I, I don't... You know, I I was stunned by that. And so, uh, effectively, your job is to go into the city, rescue whomever you're not. So if you play the boy, you're going to rescue the girl and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And then escort them out of the city. Mm -hmm. That's the mission. That's right. Um, It's not that easy, though. Well, the first mission is pretty easy, but then it it gets a lot harder. So you've got a... What you've got here is a uh, free-roaming, three-dimensional... Uh, I, I guess sort of isometric world filled, filled with ants that you have to traverse and you have to rescue your your partner and leave. Uh, the controls on this are challenging. Let's go with that, mm-hmm. uh, and which I'll get to more in a minute. They're almost like they're sort of like tank controls or something, aren't they? They're real goofy. sort of, yeah, yeah. Uh, where you sort of hit, hitting up makes you go forward, and you sort of rotate your guy, right? And then to to mix it up a little bit further, since this is a 3D world, you literally can uh, switch views of mm-hmm. the world because sometimes things will be behind walls yep. or or whatnot, and you can't see them unless you rotate the world. This could also get quite confusing. And I had all kinds of trouble uh, keeping track of where I was <laughs> or mm-hmm. what was going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, a difficult game uh, in terms of that. Uh, the uh, of course you're in this giant city with all these shapes, and you're. It's also full of, with ants, and the ants are look like ants. They come at you, uh, and re- pretty pretty creepy. Really, I mean, they, when they, you have to get up on higher ground, and try to get away from them. They'll, it's a very
0: intense experience.
1: Yeah, they'll bite you. Yeah. They'll think they won't bite you. Mm-hmm. And they will uh, they will stun you occasionally, and mm-hmm. eventually you will be overcome. if, yeah. you, if you, uh, You've you got hit points, and you can yeah. see your, your hit points tick down. Yeah, and, and same with your partner. And mm-hmm. they can also get stung and, and killed. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it sucks. Really, the only thing you can do to uh, stave off these uh, ants is to toss grenades at them. Right. Uh, and their grenades, you've got to be careful, because you can actually whack yourself with mm-hmm. a grenade, too. And the grenades will uh will stop the ant or kill them. Can you use the grenade? I don't think I've ever hit myself with a grenade. Oh yeah, you. Well, I mean, it depends on how close they are to you. Mm. Um, this game is leaps and bounds ahead of what I would have thought would have was around eighty three. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, when I saw this, because it doesn't seem like it's going to be that much, and then you're just like, holy crap! I saw a blown up view of the city. Mm -hmm. It's it's unbelievably elaborate. It looks like a city. Yeah. your your character can't just scale walls; he has to go up steps and mm-hmm. little platforms to go into higher areas. By the way, you can also fall off stuff, if right. you're not Careful, right. I did that before too. Um, your guy has the ability to jump, so basically, jumping and shooting—it's about all you can do—and run away. Mm-hmm. Um, the, of course, the game is sort of—it's uh, 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 just uh, two colors, basically. It's 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 a uh, it's. There's no. Well, it's it's uh, monochromatic. Gar- yeah, it's the shades only, of gray. The only real colors you're going to see are at the bottom of the screen. There's a but there's a square that it's called scan, and that w- if you're near ants, it turns red. Yeah, and your flashes. your HUD is colored. Yeah. but the,
0: the actual game world is monochromatic.
1: And then of course, when you complete the level, you get sort of this uh, rainbow-colored congratulatory statement mm-hmm. that's colorful. But the rest of it. But I mean, as as a lot of games on the spectrum. The, uh, that doesn't really bother me that much. The no. an, The animation of the little characters is pretty good, isn't it, Bo? Yeah. And, I mean, this got a C64 release. Did you look at this I CC64? did not. I only looked at this
0: one. The, you'd rather play this one 10 times out of 10. You know the C64 color palette is sort of vomit-inducing on its own. And this is a, uh, I would much rather play it in, in monochrome and, and, and let my mind color in the lines.
1: It's funny how often that happens because clearly this was originally done for the Spectrum mm-hmm. and then they try to port this. I mean, it's funny how often that doesn't work. And you would think uh, moving to something that had a a a better palette or what have a better resolution or whatnot would get you would get a better game. It's one of those things,
0: yeah. It's one of those things where it it almost seems like it loses some resolution when you add color, Hmm. and uh, and that that's my that's my viewpoint.
1: One thing, one thing that Speccy lends itself to is are games like this, where you have. where you have a lot of geometric shapes that are mm-hmm. shaded, right? You know, and one thing this thing also does is this is the amount of uh, real estate you're running on. This is a this isn't one of those like uh, skips to a different screen scrolls. This is a straight up smooth scroll, isn't right? A right. And um, when you move
0: viewpoints and things, it all happens instantly. I mean, you push the key and the the scene shifts. Um, the I was surprised to me the most. Um, It's the most uh, impressive thing about this game is not necessarily the world that you move about in, but it's the animation of your character itself. Because this could be a game that could become infuriating because you cannot figure out which way your character is pointing. But as you rotate, as you use the keyboard controls to rotate your guy, you can watch him turn. And it's like you see him turn in three dimensions. And even now, I'm not quite sure how it's done. But it's done very convincingly, so you're always sure which way your character is facing. Now, I'm not saying that that necessarily makes this game any easier to control because I, I had issues with the keyboard. Yeah. But the animation of your guy spinning
1: around really impressed me. The, the animations in general, of, and it, especially which is you're a pair of people most of the time, uh, it's neat the way they move. It, it's almost like t- a couple running through a city mm-hmm. being chased by ants. I mean, they look like they're running. They'll jump off stuff. They jump together. It's like a movie. Uh, the uh, the care given to the little figurines in this is real impressive. i have to say I, that was the most impressive thing. I wanted to love this game, and I can certainly see, uh, of course, the, the, the standard line for this game is it was the... Some people say it was the first isometric three-dimensional game. Some people say it was the first survival horror game, and that's all up to debate. Sure. All I'm going to do is call it like it is, and it, it is an impressive game. The it's an all,
0: impressive, unique experience.
1: Here's the here's my biggest problem with this game, and it's of course this is pretty much the standard complaint. The controls in this are in, ridiculously hard for me to get into. Yeah, yeah. I, I, in fact, I even moved, I even changed keys around to try to get the, something more comfortable to play with, and it was difficult, and there was no joystick on this, and 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 so it was tough. Mm-hmm. Now I play most of the games with the keyboard anyway, mm-hmm. but this was just one of those games that I had a heck of a time with. And then you, you've got, on top of the fact that you've got all your buttons to move, plus a jump, plus a grenade, plus two buttons to rotate the, uh, the play field. There's a lot of buttons. It's a lot of Now, heat I will of.
0: say one thing that I liked about this is they give you several options for your grenades. So when it's panic time, you just mash on that middle row of keys and you're going to hit the right button. Yeah, so yeah. That's...
1: But it, it, it's t- for me, it was a lot. It was a mm-hmm. lot to keep track of. I mean, the heads up, display display's fine. Everything else is fine. I've got nothing bad to say about it. I know this was ported uh, to uh, like modern ports. Like there's a, there's a there's some that worked in Windows and uh, people are still so. But I mean, you, when you do that, you sort of lose the spirit of the game in a lot of ways because the, the technical achievement that the game is is lost.
0: Yeah, I mean, at, the, at that point, you know, you could make you could improve upon this this game in so many different ways by right. just updating it. Although I would have liked to have seen a joystick, um, you know a way to use the joystick on the original Spectrum version. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you would still you would still be uh, 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 several buttons short, which is probably why they didn't do it that way. Because right. you're going to need to... You're, you have to rotate the landscape. You well, deploy. you know,
0: what I would do is I would have left and right rotate your character up and down, move forward or backward, and then use the keyboard for... Um, use your button for grenades and then use the keyboard for shifting the view. Because you do need to shift the view sometimes, but not yeah. all the time.
1: Yeah, well, it, it would... I can see why they didn't do that. Yeah. And, and I don't know... Uh, and I don't know what, Well, again, in '83, there weren't a whole lot of Spectrum owner or joystick owning. That spectrum was my. That was too, a, that was something I was so. wondering. I, that was something else I was wondering too. Uh, you know, how many people actually the, had adapted adopted right. the joystick at that right. point? So this game, uh, boy, was it well received. I guess that goes uh, without saying. I looked up some scores on this. Uh, oh, I want to talk about
0: one more thing. too. Oh, yeah, please. You know what game this really reminded me of a lot? And I don't know if you've played this or not, but there's a game called Action Biker. Are you familiar with this game? Action Biker. I think I have
1: played that. Okay, Action Biker yeah, we did, is we, a We played that, didn't we? I, I haven't played that yet. Okay. Well, it's a game
0: for the, uh, the Atari 8 bit, the C64. Yeah. And you are a motorcyclist ro- roaming around this isometric open world, collecting parts and things. I remember that, yeah. And um, and yeah, this yeah. game really reminded me of that a lot. It's like if you if you took out the ants and put yourself on a motorcycle, and and instead of finding the girl, you're collecting parts. That's what basically
1: what Action Biker is. I see. Did you, did you like it more than this? Yes,
0: okay. Action Biker is. a Did first Action Biker game.
1: came come out way later than this? Right? Uh, probably one or two years later. Yeah. So there, yeah. there you go. Um. Anyways, uh, getting back to the scores on this thing, so uh, the World of Spectrum gave this, the people over there gave us an 8.48 out of 10. Very high praise. Um, Tilt gave this a, gave this six stars. Uh, Crash gave it 85 out of 100. Um, uh, CPG, 30 out of 40. Uh, and uh, also, this won several awards. It won the... Uh, C CNVG 1983 golden joystick award it was named uh, the 14th greatest uh, uh, ZX game of all time uh, by Yor Sinclair uh, so it's got it was been it's been very popular it was uh, uh, it was highly touted. Mm-hmm. now um, I think this is really uh, it, I can see why people think this is a p- pivotal game I can see why it's popular this is one of those games that if a classic Aaron, had had this game and had time to sit around and fiddle with it, I could probably have gotten into it just because this is a game that allows you, I mean, it gives you exactly what you want. You can go anywhere and mm-hmm. do anything. And you can, uh, that makes it fun. Uh, you know, I, I like that aspect of it. And the fact that the city is so expansive is, is neat. Yeah. Now, and you it,
0: don't see all the city all at the same right. time. Right. The city is sort of walled off into components, and each stage is a different component. But you you should, if you are at all interested in this game, you should look up, just Google Ant Attack city map or something like that, and you can see it all laid out on one screen. It's very impressive.
1: I was watching uh, really good people play this, and they were doing crazy crap I would have never thought to do. Like, uh, they, were, they would get the ants near the city walls, and then jump on the ants, and then, and then jump, jump over out. the wall, yeah. which I yeah. never could do that. Yeah. No. Um, uh, they they were doing they were doing was like hopping on top of ants, and mm-hmm. doing crazy stuff. Now like, watching
0: this this game actually has a real end screen
1: yeah. too. Yeah, you get the gold medal. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, there's 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 a lot of crazy things you can do that you wouldn't normally would would expect to do. And uh, from what the programmer said, part of that's because the way he programmed it was like was one the way he did it was like what you saw was what you got. You could do any sort of crazy thing mm-hmm. you could come up with, you know. And so I guess there are people that like have a real uh, uh, have a, g- a good time going through and just trying to pick out all the crazy things you can do. Yeah. So pretty neat. Pretty Emergent
0: neat. gameplay. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, that's the that's the the jargon.
1: Did we get any uh, uh, listener
0: reviews on this one, Boaster? We did. We did. Let me take a second just to pull those up over on the Discord. If you are a Discord uh, member and you'd like to leave us a review, you're welcome to. And if you're not, if you support the show on Patreon, it gives you access to our Discord server. We'd love to have you. Uh, let's see here. Scroll up to the top. Where it never ever stops. Uh, <laughs> Ant Attack Review by Chris Folds. He says, I first got this game on the Soft Aid compilation tape. I guess that was like Farm Aid over there. It's uh, part of Band-Aid. And they had Soft Aid, they had they were all about Aid in the 80s. Yeah. It was before we all got greedy. And was the standout title. An isometric sandbox B movie survival game that has you rescuing your other half from inside an ant infested maze with only your quick reflexes and smoke grenades to survive. The controls take some getting used to in 2019, but still a classic. 8.5 out of 10. And Chris notes this was the first game he left a score for after playing it on a real specy. So he's yes, got his specky he, he's back on up board and now. Again. Good for yeah. you, folds. Pixels at Dawn says, I love the look of this game, especially for such an early specy title. Up there with 3D monster maze for non-2D worlds. I never knew what I was doing back in the day, but it's pretty fun now, although I find the controls horrific on emulation and poor on anything but the 48K spectrum even. Fun if you can get your head around it, though. Extra points for naming the city after my favorite artist. Yep. Is Anchester the name? No, Escher, remember? Oh, Escher. Yeah, oh, I forgot about Escher, here."
1: Um, so, yeah, that's
0: going to do it for our Discord reviews for this week.
1: I like this one. I could have loved it. It was I was close, but it was just the control was kept me from... When you suck at something repeatedly, it makes it hard. Right. It makes it hard to get into it. Right. Well, before we go, Aaron, uh, let's take
0: a moment to uh, recognize all the people that make this show possible through Patreon. Uh, we want to thank our Patreon supporters, Andrew Waite, David Spencer, Cap and Crispy, Laurent Giroux, Gary Heather, Eric Nelson, Harbonaut, Graham Vebke, Frodo NL, Tapes from the Crypt, Pixels at Dawn, Chris Folds, Paul Bossman Harrington, and Christopher Hassal. And Aaron, next week on our Sinclair, we are going to be playing a real, real classic game. All right. Are you ready for it? I am. We are going to be playing... Combat School.
1: You know, this is a that's a Brent favorite. I love Combat School too. Brent's the one that got me into Combat uh, School. I, I I just know it from having played it a few times. The, this the is an arcade port. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Konami, I think. Beautiful. So who 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 pulled that one out of their hat? This is Boss Man suggested
0: to uh, Clive's Club by Paul Harrington. Beautiful. Well, we'll give it a shot. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we also want to thank all the fine folks watching us live on twitch.tv slash Amigos Retro Gaming right now. Uh, the dome. Duncan Styles, Pixels at Dawn Gaming, Ricky DeRocher, Lobsterminator, Picard 2010, Paul Kitching, uh, L. Curtis B. Delamort 78. Did I say Ricky already? I'll say him one more time. Yeah, Reggie he was he was show. real
1: happy with your comments on the C sixty four. He's gonna he's gonna talk to you at the show. What? Yeah, they weren't happy about I that. I love the C64. I warned you about that, but you won't listen. Retro
0: Tributi was here as well. And everybody that's lurking around. The bark bit. Yeah, Jan Holbro. Thank you guys so much for watching us live. We usually record the show live on Fridays, but this week we're recording early. Because I'm going out of town this coming week. So uh, anyway, Aaron, we'll see everybody next week for Combat School. And until then...